0: No matter how
1: hard you try, you can't stop us now Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the FPL Renegades podcast My name is Drew and as always I'm joined by my only pal Kirks How are you Kirks? Good thanks, only pal We've, we've yeah. changed the intro, last week you said I was your only pal So All right, my only podcasting pal now. Geez, Willie's like off the pod and off your friends list, exactly. So, we're here, it's season three, episode one. Now, I think season one and season two are very forgettable. So, I'm thinking of changing season three's name back to season one, not to be too confusing. (laughs) That's not confusing, (laughs) but uh, at at the minute, it's season three, episode one. FPL is back, just changes like season 2020 or whatever? Don't turn it all sci-fi on me, all right? Okay. Don't turn it sci-fi. I'll leave you in charge. There's enough nerds in the FPL community without you going all Star Wars on my ass. 2021 is a year. Yeah. But, uh, look, FPL's back. It's good to be back. Um, We did a couple of preseason pods. We got a little bit into the spirit of it all, but it's actually officially back now, so it's a bit different. You know, there's points on the board. We've picked teams. Feels real. My weekends are ruined again. well, (laughs) <laughs> not to give a big spoiler, but going on the first weekend, like not too much is going to be ruined if
0: you keep that up. Oh, just the amount the football I watched. You know, like yeah, just doing things and then half watching games and then watching the highlights. Like so much time. And I uh, suppose
1: not only is FPL back, but uh, our own five side was finally back after six months
0: yesterday. It's probably more important. It's definitely more important. How is the body? I have not even <laughs> ask. I don't think I slept last night. I just sweated. It's like instead of sleeping, I just sweat it.
1: I thought I was like I got myself in okay shape during lockdown. And you know me, I'm the most injury prone man in Ireland. Crackers I haven't had an injury in ages. I was like, Oh yeah, grand, felt great. Yes, I woke up.
0: My hips like <laughs> just
1: so stiff. You obviously don't use your hips as much, just uh, running in yeah.
0: a straight line. It's all those little, all little, little the turns little side and, to side movements. Like I woke up, my back was really stiff and my ankle. I was like, what the fuck? But well, literally didn't sleep, I just sweated all night. But a successful first day back few goals,
1: no injuries Just a runaround, Just a run God. out um, So look, before we get stuck into FPL There's a few bits of uh, Homework be. we need to do Before we do that uh, This is quite a big one now I've been told I need to apologise To the <laughs> nation of Gambia Because last week I said that They used to be a country and they're not anymore And a few people rightfully Pointed out to me that Gambia is still a country, I want to say in West Africa. i have
0: Google it, yeah. Yeah, West Africa. Um, 2.28 million people you've insulted. It's smaller than Ireland. Okay, so you're insulting again. Yeah, I was uh,
1: getting them mixed up with, I think Zaire changed her name. Yeah. And Rhodesia
0: changed her name. So, it's an easy mistake to make. Gambia, Rhodesia. Apologies to the people of Gambia. Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda Jesus.
1: Now, Kirk's. I was having a look. It kind of inspired me to check where our listeners are from. Oh, yeah. And uh, believe it or not, we've no listeners in Gambia. But we do have listeners in Africa. We've got people who are getting offended for Gambia, though. Exactly. Yeah, We've listeners in South Africa, Nigeria, Kenya, Sierra Leone, Egypt, a good FPL country. So can I put this to you? Not that old chestnut. If a tree falls in the woods and there's nowhere, no one there to hear it, does it make a sound? Well, if someone snitches
0: on you, yeah. So, if we've noticed <laughs> there's a Gambia and I apologise, is it really an apology? Yeah, but if someone from a uh, neighbouring country listens in and snitches you out. True. So, without further ado,
1: <laughs> let's move on so to it. FPL. But, look, like I said, we did 2 preseason pods. We talked about a lot of things we did like three and a half hours of preseason stuff but we never really got into what our final teams were going to be so talk to me about was that tactical did we like hold back on our own teams because the league's in? possibly and i think that's a question later on that i want to ask you because we have our question time but i have a question for you and it's based around that but uh tell me what was your game week one team why did you pick it and how did you get on We go through all of them I'd like just name the team really yeah, and if you have any kind of yeah okay good snippets on why you picked them work away. But if you have something like Ramsdale, just skip him because he's shy. All right,
0: I'll give you the names anyway, <laughs> and then uh, we'll go through it. So Ramsdale, Salah, Alex, Arnold, Justin, Rashford, WordPress, prowse Salah, Keita, Abamyang, Bamford, Vardy. Oh, no, no Bamford. This is my week two team. Mm-hmm. I had uh, Nick. Ketya. Scroll up the points and give you exact team. Like I can I can pronounce this properly. Nketia, how do you do so well at FPL? <laughs> I don't know who these people are. So, Salah, Aubameyang, Keda, War Price, Nketiah, Vardy, Fabry, Salaba, Wickham, and Rashford. So, um, I think I said last week was just stick to what you know. So, I think the main points came from like the guys Salah, Aubameyang and Vardy, like the top scorers from the last couple of seasons. Just put them in your You team. said
1: on the last pub, pub,
0: pub. <laughs> These beers yeah, are. Yeah, he 8% beers are striking. Again. Bad effect. Uh, stick to what you know. Yeah. So
1: I. That was an exact quote, though. And it came true.
0: Yeah, no, it was Grant. That, that was most of my points. Like obviously, Captain Salah. But um, I think the big uh, points gain was probably James with 14. That won't happen every week. Um, but like Alex Arnold was one point. Kato was one point. WordPress was two. Ketty was one. So they were pretty shit. Um, James probably got me out of the bag in terms of a good start. Which is deadly, but uh, yeah, just the, the three boys—you like, yeah. guaranteed they're going to get gold, and they did. So happy days.
1: Yeah, you got ninety points. Like even taking out James, my maths
0: aren't great, but what's that? Seventy-six points. Yep, still would have been well above the average. Yeah, and it's basically and it's those three lads who, like, I know it's really stupid to say, but like the top scorers for the last three seasons. It's like,
1: yeah, and I, I say it on the pod week in week out in preseason because it's relevant that you're well known for having a good start. I think Salah made it a little bit easier for you this season. Like yeah. 40
0: points. Yeah. But still. But he wasn't even the most captain player in the game. Was Alba, I was. was it?
1: Yeah. But take out Salah, still 50 points was the
0: average. So you got the average without your uh, captain. free scoring captain. Yeah. It's a little bit disappointing in that I actually did have other players in there. I made a mistake with Salah from Arsenal. Um, yeah. I had holding in and I was just convinced he was going. I, I, they are trying to loan him out to Newcastle and I was just like... He was in the shop window for the Charlie Shield. and just thought he's going, to, he's going like somewhere. And Salah was playing. He's back. Your man Gabriel wasn't going to play. And just got it all wrong. I mean, yeah. I probably should have on the morning. I've realized holding Szilard probably going to play. That would have been nice. Can I ask you a question? Is Rashford actually on your bench? You haven't transferred him in. Rashford's him. on my bench, yeah. That's for week two. That's de- really? Yeah. That's
1: deadly. 90 points
0: and you have Rashford. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so he plays next week. Start. And I've ma- already made my transfer for next week. Uh, just watching the the price rises. Yeah, I'll get to it later. Cool. So uh, I go on to my team, and uh before I
1: hit you with my massive points total, I'll talk you through a few of my players. So I think I'm the only person in the game that owns the Leeds goalie. <laughs> I've never <laughs> heard of him until I was doing a bit of
0: preseason. He sounds research. French, so you have to say it like he's French.
1: Messilia. <laughs> he's at 1.4% ownership. And, uh, yeah, you can see the four goals. <laughs> but I was looking at the fixtures and I was looking at Leeds and Leeds were quite tight in the Championship. Um, They obviously had a horrific start against Liverpool at Anfield. But after that, they played Fulham, Sheffield United, Wolves, Villa, Leicester, Palace yeah. and
0: Everton. They played really well. Um, Actually, I had Dallas in my team and I was actually quite disappointed I didn't keep them. I thought they played very well.
1: Yeah, but like you, although I see you're after breaking that rule... I usually go for a 4.5 million goalie, 4 million
0: sub. Do you have a 5 million goalie in Ramsdale? I've gone for 5 million in Ramsdale and I'm thinking about going 5 million going forward as well. You're a
1: sellout, so yeah. are So, I didn't want Ryan. I didn't like Brighton's fixtures. I didn't want McCarthy because I didn't want to double up on Southampton. I didn't want a Fulham goalie. I'm missing somebody.
0: But when okay. I... I think they've picked up on this a little bit. The pricing is yeah, a little bit have. more accurate, I think. And that's why... Maybe I've set up to the five yeah. and why it's so hard to hit the four and a half. So, when I
1: weighed it all up, I was like, I'm going to pick the Leeds guy because I think they're going to strangle some of the average teams. Like, they mm-hmm. mightn't even get that many shots. So, a few people were laughing at me, going, Why do you have that guy? He's playing Liverpool. But, like, this could be yeah. my goalie for it's the not, season.
0: It's not a one week decision. Yeah. yeah. Or until I watch should, at be, least. Yeah.
1: Then I have Trent because why not? Everybody Locker, has to I have anything. Trent. Um, I'm quite interested to see plenty of people are selling him and losing fate after one yeah, game. Yeah, he wasn't
0: great. And, like, he wasn't really involved. And
1: defensively, he was shite. But what do you do? Like, do you do you sell him? And then you become one of those guys who starts crying
0: when he scores a free kick and gets an assist against <laughs> Chelsea? Yeah. Well, see, his XG, XA and everything is in line with what he got last year. Like, he wasn't like he fluked last season. Like, he yeah. was in the positions and it was it was taking the direct free kicks. Um, I'm keeping him, as hopefully. Me too.
1: Unless, like five six game weeks in liverpool can't buy a clean sheet he's not creating anything i'll think about it like seven and a half million yeah. will be expensive at that stage but it
0: is hard to seven fair. and a half million half million on a guy who's not giving you points but like he's potentially going to be the highest scoring defender again so
1: and possibly midfielder, midfielder <laughs> under nine million Do you yeah. know that kind of way yeah uh kyle walker peters four and a half million james justin i only changed him at the last minute i had vinagre in my team and dodged a bullet
0: there Did you not have thomas in your team no. thought so we had a corner. Maybe it was your- You were thinking Justin was Thomas. Oh, yeah, because all their names um, are the same. What's the other guy's name? Luke Thomas. James Justin. James Justin. <laughs>
1: Someone else. That's why on my team here you see Justin is before James, <laughs> so I don't get confused with James Justin. Uh, so, Justin, I've reached James. He was a bit of a punt. I thought it was like a bit of a sneaky punt, yeah, and then i seen
0: so- you have him. <laughs> like it wasn't Maybe just we were talking to each no, other. No, actually, um, I think I copied you. Um, I think you you'd stuck it up as a sneaky point, and I was like looked at it. I was like, he's going to play. Chilwell's out. Chilwell's out. I was like, but I thought it was going to be Azzy on the left, him on the right back, and kind of going for the clean sheet. I'll sub him out. Yeah. But then, like, me too.
1: And uh, his delivery is deadly. Like, I didn't think he was much of a goal threat, and he probably isn't. Like, he scored an absolute thunderbastard yeah, goal. <laughs> that won't happen again. But uh, like, he's taking corners. His crossing is yeah. pretty wicked. So it is. So put him in.
0: Clean sheets I, and corners is enough for a five million to be. You're gonna get a clean sheet as a Chelsea defender though. Well Thiago hopefully steps in, but the yeah. keeper they have to change. They've s I think they've
1: signed that Mendy guy, but I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about him. Like Lens Lons, Wren, maybe? Ren. Uh they signed Czech from there as well. So they're a bit of pedigree of <laughs> signing. Boys. That was their whole
0: tactic. Where do we get Czech? Okay, let's do the same again.
1: Yeah. Uh, I had Sun and it didn't really work out. I thought he could have created a few assists. He had one or two shots. Tottenham were very poor, so they were. But I like all their home fixtures at the start. They've like, they had Everton, but they've Newcastle, West Ham, Brighton. I'm going to. God, keep I wouldn't fancy fate. them
0: to beat the, the other two them.
1: Saint Maximum five and a half million. Yeah. Didn't
0: really have anyone else. He didn't but look he great got three either. Points.
1: Yeah. He looked a bit all That's razzle not... dazzle without going but to be like, creating. I know points. it sounds
0: stupid, but three points for a, a nutting five and a half midfielder. Like mine was Cada and he got one. So I think Obamiang, everyone had to have him for
1: the first two weeks. I took a punt on Havertz. I had Vardy and I had Werner. So I'm gonna try and wrap this up because rambling on a bit. But my big thing as some of the more Uh, eagle-eyed listeners may have noticed by now, is I don't have Salah. (laughs) And I had Salah in my team. Eagle-eared. Yeah, exactly. Every draft team until the Friday before FPL. I was off work. Classic. No, I sat down for a few hours. I was like, actually, I way prefer the balance of my team without a 12 million Salah. I'm only going to want him for two out of the next nine fixtures. I do realise Leeds are probably one of the better fixtures. Like, at home to Anfield, it's their first... Test in the Premier League And it's going to be Pretty damn hard I didn't think they'd put up As big a fight And like When you say as big a fight Like Liverpool Were the better team Gifted them They had way more chances Leeds scored A few low XG chances Van Dijk gifted Bamford a goal Probably shouldn't have been as close No It was bad defending But yeah Yeah But look I got 65 points And Without Salah Like I was already Down 40 points The average is 50 (laughs) So I came out of it quite well. And if I had I had Salah, I was looking, I wouldn't have had
0: James. You're kind of relying on game week two, though, where it's Chelsea, Liverpool, and Andy there. It could be a nil-all. It could be a one-all but with no Salah involvement. If Salah goes nuts in
1: that, then it's been a huge mistake. It's, all, it's already been a little bit of a mistake. Like the first test, I failed. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't have had Vardy 13 points. Wouldn't have had James 14 points because I couldn't afford a 5 million defender. Yeah. But I still would have been better off having Salah. But look, sixty-five points. A lot of people have Salah and did worse. Yeah, they didn't I didn't. To
0: I toyed with to taking out uh, Trent, like maybe an hour before the deadline, and then uh, just didn't have time. But that would have been in hindsight deadly. Yeah. um But yeah,
1: look, wrapping it up for me. Well, I'm gonna wrap it up for you as well because I just like talking. Ninety points, like
0: happy days. Oh, I'm really delighted. thirty-five yeah. k more. Um, I don't but know like, anything above the average. Like, it's, it's such a swing around, right? Yeah. So, like, the first game week with the Blanks and you go into the second game week against Liverpool-Chelsea and City and United are back. Like, really, you can't really look at one week in isolation. Oh, no. You, you have be to be looking at the first, maybe five, as as a group of games. Like, it's such a swing around next week. Yeah. And
1: look, Kirk's, Saturday, I think I had 20 points going into Sunday <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, what have I done? And I was trying to put on a brave face and I was out and about just like, Yeah, this is. Do you know that gif you put up of the dog in the house that's on fire? Like, this is fine. I was like, this is fine walking around. I love that gif. And look, come Sunday, Vardy scores two goals out of nothing. Monday, James gets 14 points. And all of a sudden, life is good again. So I think that's a. I don't want to get too preachy, but it's an important
0: thing. Like, stuff can change so quickly. Especially with the start of the season where, like, you now have a lot of guys, like maybe even wildcarding or people even starting in game week two. You could yeah. actually be in a better position just of skipping game week one this year. <laughs> no, seriously, there was an article on it somewhere. Like You can now start game week two with all United and City players and you know what the Chelsea ads were like and what Salah was like. Like You could actually be in a better position with your wildcard intact. That is bullshit. Sorry, not having any of that. I reckon there'd be plenty of guys finishing ahead of me who missed game week one. Well, that's more a testament <laughs> to you
1: than those guys surely like starting I've had this argument with other people before
0: I'd rather start game, with game week one and nail it well next but... week you shouldn't next year alright next year you start in game week two <laughs> and let's see how you get on I do it on a second account let's see what we do cool so we'll
1: leave it there for game week one so Kirk we've looked at my team and your team and while I think it's probably a good reflection of game week one we're both elite players Very people want to hear what we're thinking so elite we probably need to be a little bit fair to our listeners and give more of a kind of idea I, of how
0: game week one went. I don't know.
1: Just don't from know. a brief point I of view. I lost
0: my work league because the guy who bet me listens to the podcast every week and he knew the what podcast. I would do. The podcast? The podcast. Yes, I... You sound like Gillian and the fall now with their English accent. I've
1: lost the ability to speak. But um, what I was trying to say before I was so rudely interrupted was... Like, some of our listeners aren't elite players, believe it or not. They want to hear a little bit about other teams. Oh, we actually elite? We're, we're elite, cards. Oh, right. I'm I'm stamping, <laughs> putting that stamp on you, and elite. Me. Apparently, I say it every week, which is a lie. But uh, <laughs> I'm now adding you to that equation so people can't cyber bully. Right, me so we have,
0: to, we have to give them an insight into what we're thinking for next week. Yeah, just because, like,
1: we can't expect all of our listeners okay. to have such a high level of thinking, even though... You know, my. Kirk, I know one of our listeners came twenty seventh in the world in eighteen nineteen. So we do have some shrewd listeners. Listen to us for the laugh, and yeah, they probably just laugh at us saying, "We're elite." You're like, yeah, right, lads. Um, but like, start. Let's go through the week very quickly in chronological order, if you don't mind. Because that's way too big. I've a word. got OCD. Arsenal and Fulham. Oh, fixtures, right? Just what stood out? I don't want you to go through and say Lacazette scored because everybody knows. Oh, he scored, right, okay, but yeah. Um,
0: what stood out? Um, Arteta stood out to me. Um, In what way? He's got a touch of the pep about him, to be honest. I <laughs> dose reckon, of the pep. Dose of the peps. I, I think he's doing a good job. I think he has a, a really good game plan for Arsenal. I think they're able to defend and they're able to attack. It's They're quite balanced. I like what what he's doing, but he just could not call his team uh, on the first day. And I think that's going to be consistent throughout the season. I think he's going to be a, a pep roulette type manager. Um Holding was on his way out And started Gabriel hadn't played A game And started In six months I believe Martinez Started the, the last couple of games And the Charlotte Shield And he was dropped Although Kind of saw that one coming um, I think fair play to Arteta. Like if somebody wants to go to Villa <laughs>
1: Just Don't put him on your bench even. Yeah like you Have you got ambitions? Yeah. Have you got ambitions? Kirk do you know what's so funny about El Nene? El Nene El Nene on one of our preseason pods, you were like predicting the Arsenal lineup and you said Jacka and El Neni in midfield. And as you know, I edit the pod and I edited out that bit because I was like, This fucking Egypt, like El <laughs> is never gonna play. And then he played and he played quite well.
0: He did, but Shibelo's came off the bench and played better. Yeah, he's just way more um, direct just, and dynamic. Just, and yeah, he'll definitely be starting. He actually looked angry, like looked like he was trying to impress. But he's angry he fucking knocked the head off Ankedi at the start of the game. Yeah. Um, who was the other starter? He started Willian, who I didn't think was going to play straight away. He started Lacazette up front, who I thought he was trying to get rid of. Yeah. And now he's keeping him. Um, Pepe on the bench. It just, it was, it was hard to pick the team. And, you know, in hindsight, like holding probably, probably should have gotten that, like I said earlier. Um, Willian, I had in one of my drafts and then I took out and it turns out I get three assists. You're like, fuck's sake. Um, so I would say just Arsenal going forward, they're going to be a better team. Um, yeah. But they're probably going to be a bit unpredictable in terms of maybe who lines up. I, th- I think Lakazak like be on the bench next week easily. Cool.
1: I think you've covered that pretty well. So I'm not even going to give my two cent. Anything for Fulham? Um, not really, no. no they're going uh, down. Mitrovic obviously wasn't in the starting lineup, but I think that was just to do with his fitness and he didn't have much of a pre season. He played two games for Serbia, came back a bit tired. Um, I fully expect him to start against Leeds at the weekend. Yeah. Like he's there. Talisman, as they say i we'll think move... they're going they're down there though like we Bomb can and... just sign that off now bottom of league dem or west Brom. i yeah. don't know i think even west Brom had a bit more but anyway yeah we'll move on to palace and southampton and uh what stood out for me and then you can give your opinion after uh Saha started up front but i wouldn't get too excited because i don't think that's going to happen they played a four-four-two. 4 batch wasn't yeah. in the team yet i think when he does play Saha's not going to be up front. If Roy sticks to a 4-4-2, then it's got, probably going to be Jordan Ayew and Batshuayi and Saha will be back on the wing. Um, it was nice, though. He got the goal, and like everybody loves an out-of-position player. Palace were quite tight. I thought Southampton were a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they miss Heuberg, who didn't do a lot for Spurs either. But they just didn't really get going. They weren't as intense as usual. Danny Ings was... Anonymous until he got a header laid on that he probably should have scored. Kyle Walker-Peters was quite promising. Yeah, Um, for for his price, definitely, yeah. Four and a half million. He got a lot of touches in the opposition half. He was very far forward. Um, I think he put that ball onto Ings's head. Four and a half million, and he wasn't sent off. Remember? (laughs) Like, it was just... Oh, the virus, yeah. It was just like, I I was actually working, and I had to match on in the background, and I seen him getting a red card, and I was like, I have 15 players. There's, like, how many players in the game that I could have picked? There's, like, going to be X amount of red cards in the season, and I've picked the guy that gets the first <laughs> red card. And then I've seen it in slow motion, and I thought, it's probably not a red card, but, eh.
0: It was good to see the actual bar work properly, though. Yeah,
1: and John Moss had to waddle over to the <laughs> screen on the side of the hey, pitch. And he's make a professional. Yes, is. Um, I thought Shea Adams looked a little bit more dangerous than... Danny Ings, he had a couple of chances. He set up Redmond for a shot he should have scored. Um, to be honest, going forward, like there's nothing really from Palace that I'm interested in, and I thought Southampton were a little bit disappointing.
0: Yeah, I just thought Palace were a little bit better than I thought. Um, solid as usual, but surprising maybe with the backline they had. Um, it'd be interesting to see their lineup because that's why it's actually a great signing for them, because it gives them that chance now to play uh, Zaha, Batshuayi, and Yvan Easy at yeah. the front three, which is actually quite dangerous. It's actually, and if they stay a solid at the back, I'm, they're probably, their chances of doing well Or like, I, I wrote them off at the start. Like I like said, couple, I couple said they were ago. relegated. Yeah, I think they have a little bit more about them now. That one sign in makes a big difference to them, I think, or the two signs, Easy and batchway. Um, I biggest think. thing I took from it was Southampton. A lot of people are tripling up on Southampton, and like there was one person we were talking about last week trying to sneak in a four to his yeah. else. <laughs> like Southampton are mid table team, they're going to finish 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, whatever. You don't like, think they could be like eight, nine? No, no, I don't think so. I think they're two hit and miss. Like it's great when they when they bang, like but an Ings will probably get a few goals, but you can't be relying on like the three, four players, think mean, that probably proves it. Um I had word and mainly because of free kicks and penalties and whatever. But I'm probably going to get rid of them. I don't know what I took from that game. Neither.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, one thing I will say about Palace is, and
1: even while I was saying they were going to get relegated and before that performance, I was looking at them from game week five. They play Brighton, Fulham, Wolves, Leeds, Burnley, Newcastle. They thought if you're going to get in a Palace player, and I don't even know if it's going to be a defender or. Some sort of attacking player. Or who knows? Because like, there's nobody jumping out. But if I wanted a Palace player, it's going to be for that. So I'm going to watch them for the next few games. And yeah, same. see, I suppose Mitchell. Mitchell got a clean sheet of four million. I was, but he's
0: only surely Van Aanholt gets that spot back. Is he not a DJ?
1: Is he? <laughs> <laughs> <Armin> Van <laughs> but, uh, yeah, i
0: Van Aanholt. But I know he's definitely
1: going to get the I'm, spot back. But like, why not get him in for? I'm, th- I'm thinking Ferguson in the, in the long run
0: ranks. will will take the right back spot. Um, I, he's got a knee injury though isn't he or something so I'll see yeah I think same as you just watch and see what happens cool we move on to probably the biggest game of the week from an action point of view Liverpool 4 Leeds 3 i had backed the draw and I was full sure it was going to happen after that equaliser yeah but what What a fucking mental game so I suppose you have to start with Salah he looked sharp as anything now He looked, yeah he looked really really good like really fast really on the ball it just the most dangerous player on the pitch by far. And I could hear people going, oh, two penalties. But like, other than that, he was very
1: sharp. He created a few chances, which isn't like Salah. Yeah, He got his head up and he played Mane in once even. Yeah,
0: there was that little kind of uh, pass movement on the break. It was like, who was the midfielder? I know Ed to Salah, to Mane, back to Salah, back to Mane. And he missed, but just like, he was all over the place. He was lightning fast as well. And as a man who started
1: off with, i was joking with you that uh it was a case of two brothers it was mo salah and no salah and i started <laughs> off
0: with the wrong brother and
1: um, can you name any brothers that have uh fought each other over the years now?
0: physically or just...
1: just in general like in anything so like you went with mo salah i went with no salah and like mo salah bludgeoned mo salah <laughs> to death but i was trying to think earlier like is there any kind of examples of it's like Romulus and Ramus. Romulus fuck killed off. Ramus
0: and founded Rome.
1: Kirks, it's turned us into a history podcast.
0: Yeah, I don't know. You put me on the spot. I can't it's like, name two brothers The uh, Batman and Cain uh. <laughs> killed Abel in the Bible. Oh, fuck off.
1: And Kirks, my two favorites Phil Mitchell and Grant Mitchell used to fight <laughs> each other all
0: the time. I couldn't tell you who won. You never fought one of your brothers? Not really. I wouldn't fight one of them. He's a ninja. It would, Literally kicked the fucking shit out of me Me neither like, <laughs> My
1: brother knocked the head off me But uh, anyway Where were we? Mo Salah won that battle anyway <laughs> um, But look yeah One of my favourite games to play on match of the day Is uh, when Salah scores a goal Which player will Manny be To kind of go and celebrate with him So there's always like At least four players will run and hug Salah Before Manny <laughs> gets there And it was the same this season He's the furthest away, is not he? He's only just at the pitch. He's the fastest player on the pitch, though. He should get there quicker if he really wanted to. Um, um,
0: probably more better to focus on Leeds, like yeah. What did you think? Then, uh, brothers fighting <laughs> <laughs> in your history lesson? Um, I actually really impressed with the way Leeds played. I wasn't keen on having a lot of players in my team going forward, but to me, they look kind of fixture proof now. If they play like that against everybody, it doesn't matter who they play. They're going to cause problems. Like they're going to cause mistakes. And they're going to nick goals and nick penalties and whatever. I'm going to bring in a few of their players on the cheap, I think.
1: Yeah, I was really impressed with them as well. Um, yeah, we'll move on from that. No, just because I think it's quite obvious. Not obvious, but like Leeds were really good. So they were...
0: Uh, just for the value, you might be able to get like, off like, The likes
1: of Clitch and Harrison took their goals really well. Bamford's a bit of a workhorse. I don't know if I want them in my team, but I think we're going to get to that later. Somebody might have them their team. Um, but I think... I think Leeds are going to be quite tight. I think that was a bit of a like they were playing the champions at Anfield. Yeah, I don't think many teams are going to put a goal or two past Leeds. I don't don't think many teams would come to Anfield and play that way. But like, if you think about it, like I know penalties are goals, but if you take away the two penalties, Liverpool scored two goals. You know,
0: they didn't really
1: have that many chances from open play. Let's not get into
0: taking away penalties and taking away defensive errors.
1: (laughs) Exactly so we move on to the next game west ham and newcastle Jesus. Talk, callum wilson looked very sharp six and a half million uh he could be the forward newcastle have needed for the last few seasons
0: yeah was, i didn't see much of it but
1: just the west ham just shocking like they just, weren't great the start of the game they had a few chances and if one of them went in it could have been a different game like they weren't terrible at the start but as the game went on Newcastle
0: know. scored They weren't great It's like losing at home 2-0 to Newcastle is just It's a shit start Like isn't it Yeah People
1: went with Thomas Susek And actually his Underlying stats were quite good But now that you've got No returns
0: And that was the game You were targeting <laughs> yeah. it's like Best of luck That game they, Their fixtures now Are shocking aren't they Going forward They're horrible um,
1: West Ham They play Arsenal Wolves Leicester Tottenham Man City Liverpool <laughs>
0: That's fucking dreadful yeah, so, so the thing they turn around game of gate. I know, but by then they're fucked, aren't they? They're like bomb of the Sussex, with the league. Thomas 3.9 zero, million. <laughs> yeah, zero points, and like every game is like a must-win game to fucking fight off relegation. Do you know who looked
1: good, actually? Uh, Jamal Lewis. Yes, he's left going into my team. Four and a half million. He was really attacking Newcastle, kept a clean sheet, and <laughs> kind of regret not getting him in. He was on my watch list, and I... I just had this feeling that he mightn't start the first game as a new
0: player in I, the group. I had two Newcastle players in my original draft with, based on the fixtures and, like, you know, just kind of solid. It was their pre-season fixtures put me off completely. Like, they got, was a loss to Bournemouth, was it? And some of the League One team. And I was like, oh, fuck this. They're shite. I'm going to avoid them. And um, no, they're, they're quite good. Yeah. Like, and sure sure they sure also have Ryan Fraser to come back in, who we know is a good <clears throat> FPL player when he's on it. It's, it's actually not a bad team. Like, they, if they can... Follow this up like they should yeah. be okay. Do you know who had a good game as well? John Joe Shelby. He's like, a good player. He
1: had a lot of shots, created a lot of chances.
0: You're not going to get him in your team, I don't think. No, not for FPL, But his stats were quite good. He's a good player for them, though. I mean, even the last couple of seasons, he's a he's an important player for them. I wouldn't be getting him in FPL we get sent off One of your game.
1: friends played right back. Uh he was quite impressive, created a few chances, clean cheat. Javier man Quio? Is he still there? Yeah. I didn't even know he's a right I'll back. Tell you, I, I little thought little he was there. a left
0: back for some reason. I think he played left back, did he? But he's yeah. right footed, I want to say. Okay. But uh, what happened to Edlin? Gone? Is he gone? No, he's still there, but he didn't play. Yeah, I thought Holden would have been a good signing for them. I know they've got like a four hundred centre backs, but they all seem to be half injured or like crocked or whatever. But, yeah. Um, no, they looked really well. Lachelles was in my um, original draft as well. And I think he's a good player and he's captain, and he's guaranteed to play. But I think Lewis is probably the way into that team now. And yeah, West me too. West Ham avoid. Oh,
1: I suppose you better mention Jeff Hendrick, golden and assist. Um his assist was a bit jammy like he just flicked on across and wilson got there but his goal was class
0: the irish parallel <laughs>
1: <Jeez>, i've never <laughs> heard that before and i'd be a little bit sick <laughs> now that you've said that it was an emphatic finish it was a great finish but like i'm not going to check his stats but that's a goal and an assist i'd say jeff hendrick has never got more than two goals and two assists in the season I, I,
0: there was some you know, those stupid stats they roll out and i'm going to have a rant about that later on i think if i give me the chance the fucking stats um, Hendricks it was like a first time he's ever assisted and scored in the same opening game in 90 minutes or yeah. something like that so it was a good game for him Kirk's will tell you this
1: much he's a better gin than he, he is an FPL player Hendrick, okay Hendricks. <laughs> so uh, we move on to the next game and uh, West Brom nil 0 Leicester 3 I watched this game and West Brom started
0: quite good yeah, I actually watched the first half They must, did he score all the goals in the second half? I missed all the goals anyways, whatever way I fucking watched it. I can't remember, to be honest. Um, Castagne got the header, but
1: I can't remember if it was in the first half or the second half. This is a, probably the kind of thing we should look up. But uh, <laughs> now that you've like, put us on the spot, I don't
0: know. Um, no, I suppose the point was I was watching it, and I have two Leicester players, and Justin got a yellow card while I was watching it. And I was kind of like, ah, oh, bollocks, Just go, like, this go. What was it all Pete Tongue? But um, I came back then from shopping, wherever the fuck I went, and it was 3-0, barely two goals, and I was like, happy days. Justin, an assist, clean sheet. Yeah, It's mad, though, isn't it?
1: Like, what absolute feckin' donuts FPL can turn us into. Do you know, you're <laughs> watching a match and James Justin gets a yellow card and it's just ruined your weekend. Who the fuck is
0: James <laughs> Justin? It's
1: like, ugh, minus one, he's not going to get bonus now. But uh, someone who kind of stood out to me, and I've never heard of him before, was I think he was the West Brom right-back furlong. Yeah. Uh, He must be four and a half million. He was really, really fast, really, really direct. He got in behind James Justin twice. One of them was for the yellow card. Yeah. And uh, I think he did, he created three chances. He looked like he might be someone to keep an eye on. Just West Brom aren't going to keep many clean sheets and uh, they're probably not going to score many goals. So it could be a futile kind of suggestion, but, I think we need to point out these kind of guys. Castagna, um, I thought, was okay. James Justin,
0: I thought he was a bit... He's a little bit out of his depth.
1: Awkward at left-back because he's right-footed. Now, I don't know if it's just because I know that and in my head, I was noticing all these well, he times. Got, he
0: got caught out a couple of times and the yellow card he had to take. I, but then I, he gets fouled for a penalty. I don't think he plays when they've got a full-strength team. Probably not. I think Pereira goes right-back, Castagna
1: left-back. And the two in the middle, Evans and Sorenshu. But I suppose we all knew that when we picked him. Like, we oh, just, yeah, totally, yeah. I don't think Pereira's back till October. Faraday, I thought, was very quiet. Um, and I was paying close attention to him because I got him in instead of Salah to affect Like, like it was like Fardy and Havertz instead of Salah and maybe Shea Adams or something like that. So I was really keeping an eye on him.
0: But, like, that's why... You pay those big bongos for a penalty taker. <laughs> you do. Like Fernandez, Vardy, Salah, all these guys who take penalties, like it's a huge part of yeah. like, the, the why you pay the money for them. Like they could have the, the shittiest game ever and score a penalty in the 90th minute. Like it's why you pay the extra, whatever, half million, million up, up on the penalty taker. Agreed. Next game Spurs nil, Everton won. Uh, rejuvenated Everton like there yeah it is a very interesting game i didn't get to see a lot of it again i watched the highlights but the highlights are a bit misleading but uh spurs were shit everything were deadly is what i kind of took from it yeah I, I watched
1: that game and uh overall spurs were shit but like before Everton scored spurs could have scored a couple of goals uh son put in a wicked cross to harry kane he was about a toenail away from scoring one of our favorite uh Examples of Jamie Vardy, you know, in his XG yeah. when he's like a whisker away it and it doesn't count, count as a yeah. chance. But like, it was pretty. I thought Kane should have got there. He set up deli Ali, who should have probably scored. And um, Doherty should have scored when Kane put a nice lofted true ball to him. And then I don't know, not out of nowhere. I think Everton probably were the better team. Dean, you put in an absolute peach of a cross. Calvert Lewin did what he does, like he's. Some man in the air, and uh, all of a sudden, I think Spurs, when they went one 0 down, just had no spine. There was nothing about them. They didn't press. Yeah, it was
0: very disappointing here in the comments after the game. You know, like unprepared, unfit, uh, COVID. Everybody had COVID. Yeah, uh, it was just a lot of excuses and like a little bit Jose-ish. It was very Jose-ish, and I, that, I like that. As I said, what's a descriptive word? An adjective. Yes. Um, I didn't see a lot of this game order in the highlights, but the numbers. Um, what stood out was just Richardson, and he's totally on my watch list now for my wild card coming up very shortly. Like he had so many shots from the highlights, he had so many chances. Missed hit a couple of of ones he probably could put away. Um, couple of that that what was that one you were showing me with the the foot race against Fartongen? Did you? I think Ben
1: Davies put a misplaced pass back into his own half, and it looked like it was going to Alderweireld. And like right to him, and all of a sudden, Richardson comes out of nowhere. And like, he's not a guy I would think is rapid, but he, but he must have had like he made up the ground, must be like
0: three to one in terms of the distance.
1: Yeah, he did everything right as well. He kind of had a lovely first touch, got in to laris went past him, and like it wasn't even that bad an angle, but he just started falling down before he shot.
0: Yeah, someone came onto the line as well. But I, I just from watching it though, like. He had something like seven shots, which which is impressive. He, he enough. had seven
1: shots, five um, in the box, two big chances.
0: And looking at them, like he, he could have easily put two or three of them away. Um. So I don't know. I like preseason. I wasn't keen on Spurs anyway, so I'm still not keen on them. Obviously, do you own but any of them? I'm, yeah. no, i no, but like I wouldn't have been keen on everything last season, but this season. Those those signings are great. Like, they're really... Their midfield is stealing. They yeah. really change the whole approach to that team. Like yeah. If you look at last, the start of last season, when I'm giving out about them, they had a Wobi and Walcott and Davis and whoever else fucking playing. <laughs> now, like, it's, like, Gomez, Decore and Alan in midfield. And they've got Carlson, uh James. James in the right and then Cavalloon in the middle. Cavalloon is, is fine. I, I don't mind Cavalloon, but that midfield and the two lads at wide is... Like, that is such a difference. Like, I'm like, seriously, this is amazing, Kirks. Because, like, two or three
1: players, regular mean. listeners often point out how much you hate Everton and, like, often pointed out in a correct way. Like, a few of the lads in our Twitter group chat would be like, Oh, yeah, Everton are shit. Kirks was right just last season when they were like, Yeah, losing a few games. So, you've done a big turnaround here based like, on a few signings.
0: Yeah, it just the balance of the team has changed so much. I mean. That midfield has gone from I don't know Sigerson who does nothing other than take a, a free kick. Uh Gomez and Delph, I think we said Delph everyone? sometimes or Schneider Del- in the odd time. Oh yeah, well he's um, he's gone. He used to be a good player. Um but Jesus. The, I think Allen and DeCore to. are just such energy. Yeah, and if you think of going back to uh Sarri's Napoli where Alan was a huge player for them, like if Ancelotti can get anything like that out of him, that's what a signing like. Yeah. Um Andre Gomez is a baller as well. Ham is traded five, six chances, I think, something like a record for Everton in a single game. I don't know. Yeah. But um yeah, totally convinced to stay off Spurs and um, back on Everton. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what a turnaround. Everton's fixtures, like they play West Brom, Palace,
1: Brighton, then they have the Merseyside Derby, but then they play Southampton and Newcastle. So the next five fixtures, and especially the next three fixtures, West Brom and Brighton at home, Palace away.
0: Hmm. I like the fixtures, um, and I liked
1: what I saw. So I liked the fixtures at the start, but it just didn't go with any of them. And I was thinking of Calvert Lewin, and to be honest, the Spurs game put me off. And I was saying it to someone earlier today. I was like, "If you had a got him in, the Spurs goal is a complete bonus, and now you own him for these nice fixtures." So yeah, fair play. Yeah, who's the penalty uh, taker? That's a good question because I was trying to discuss this with someone on Twitter earlier. They don't have one at the minute who's on the pitch because it was Sigurdsson last season. Yeah. Richardison has taken three penalties in his lifetime. He scored them all. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like he wants to take them. Um James Rodriguez has taken sixteen penalties and scored thirteen. But he hasn't taken a penalty since twenty seventeen. I think that I might, think it might be Hamas. I think it might be a big factor in who I bring in for Everton. Yeah. I don't think Dinya takes penalties. Don't think Calvert Lewin takes penalties. He's too tall.
0: Richie um, has a good chance then. I on the list. Is Hamas and Richard Carlison? I think so. Do you know what's great? Theo Walcott isn't anywhere near the team. I will be. Fucking I
1: will be. (laughs) So we move on to the penultimate game of the game week. And it was uh, Sheffield United against Wolves. Sheffield United, are they going to suffer from second season syndrome? They weren't great. Um, These are two very similar teams if you base them on last season. I thought they were very solid. Um, They set up the same way. You know how they're going to play. I think Sheffield United don't have a guy like Jimenez who's going to score goals, but just watching that game, they weren't alike at all this season.
0: Yeah, I, again, didn't see much of it, I was looking at the numbers, I was disappointed with the Sheffield United, I have Ramsdale on the team, um, just that fast start by Wolves, um, I think the the comments after were kind of like, Wolves don't have the European distraction, yes. they don't have a giant squad, but their quality, their the first 11 is quality, and like, these guys like Neto and Podens coming into the team and starting to look, look really good. Podence, two-year guys from last season that you kind of had an eye on. Yeah, Podens again, was in my, one of my drafts, and he's in my wildcard draft. But I'm not sure, 100% sure how much he can play. Like Chory started right wing back, and you're kind of thinking, will he play? They don't have another right wing back, though. No, they only have your mind. I have him in my team because I taught him my play with John Burr. He played right back. But I don't know. Will he maybe bring Burr in if it's a, a tougher game like a – whatever top six game it's hard to tell so I'm not really 100% on who I'd bring in but I definitely want at least one Wolves going forward with the fixtures um from next week no Sheffield United
1: no I'm switching
0: I'm switching my Sheffield United to Everton (laughs) yeah I always
1: think Sheffield United are a nice solid team but they never really have any FPL assets that I want like they have the the obvious defenders. But then when you move into midfield and it's like Fleck and Norwood. But they're overpriced They're now. quite solid. Yeah, they're overpriced compared to last season. And up front, nobody. No. They're just such... You know, Kirk, weird. I'd rather you up front than... Uh,
0: <laughs> McBurney. McBurney. <laughs> These are both as immobile as each other. Uh, at least it'd be funny if you saw me playing for them. Um, you man, Oliver Burke was an interesting signing? Yeah,
1: um, four and a half million in the game. Chris... Chris Wilder? Said yeah. he... He's brought him in to play up front because he's a bit of pace. But like, he's fucking, he has McBurney, he has Billy Sharp, he's Dave McGoldrick. There's someone else I'm missing up front. They sold Callum Robinson. That's it, he went to West Brom, yeah. Okay, so they've four strikers
0: still. It's hard to... I'm going to say, strikers, I'm doing inverted commas. <laughs> you can't see it. Um, I like McGoldrick, but I think you need to play him in a two. Maybe like yeah, Goldrick. maybe where... play him right back. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> he's Goldrick, not a goal scorer. A Goldrick
0: or Burke maybe, like someone who can hold up the ball and, and try to pass. Like he's a clever footballer, but he's not a, he's not a clinical footballer. Yeah. Um, let's... Oliver Burke is an interesting FBL option though. If he gets in the team and he's playing in front, a four and a half million, yeah. um, he could well be worth a, a punt, but the rest of them are overpriced, I think, at the moment.
1: So let's wrap it up with Wolves because they're the team that stood out. Like you said, Podent and Neto look... They look very cool. If you knew either of them was going to play, even just yeah. one of them, if yeah. they nail down, I noticed that. Uh, I think Ruben Neves didn't play. Yeah, but then Donker was in midfield, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I I think he's going to come back in, and one of the lads will drop out. It's but uh, yeah. so I thought Sice's class. Um, he's got a good goal threat. He's still relatively cheap. I think he's five million.
0: We'll go chasing
1: one. that now, though. Something like you. Yeah. If you had him, fair play. He could have had twenty-four points, though. <laughs> he really could have. And um, Wolves are one of the best defenses in the league. And other than that, the obvious guy is Jimenez. Like he had five chances, scored a lovely goal. It's his goal, great finish. And um, he missed an open goal. And uh, I brought Vardy in at the start of the season on the proviso, as I like to say that you've
0: never said that before in your life. I was got going- Willie
1: when he was on the pod. knew I used to say it all the time. Can you spell it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like I was bringing Vardy in until I think the Villa match in game week five. I just bring anybody in
0: as playing Villa. It's a, it's a tactic of mine.
1: Yeah. But then Wolves in game week five. One, two, three, four, five. They play Leeds, Newcastle, Palace, Leicester, Southampton. So I think I'm going to go Vardy to Jimenez then. Jimenez, he gets all the chances. He just doesn't ever
0: look like he's going to score two goals. So. But he takes the penalties as well. So like he's just likely to score every game they play, like one goal every game. And that will do you. That'll be fine. Thank you. Um, um, so I, to ever, just to finish off, Wolves are a team where I'd happily have a defender, a midfielder, and a striker. Like, that's all the way through the team.
1: That says it all. And I think something you said earlier on is a big thing. They've no Europa League now. so Yeah, and they're a good team. So yeah, They did really well in the Europa League with a really small squad. Yeah. And now that that's not there, they've <laughs> a slightly bigger squad. They bought a few more Portuguese lads.
0: Yeah, your man Philba. <laughs> Um, a so there's league. Philva, Dilva, Philva, <laughs> Gilva of Um, Troy's the only interesting one for me where he plays. Yeah, are they going to keep playing him right wing back or are they going to play him up right wing forward and who drops out? That's the probably the conundrum.
1: Cool. I'm gonna we'll wrap it up with the last game of the season Brighton one, Chelsea three. We won't spend too long because Kirk's, as we have mentioned earlier, we were playing our first five five-a-side game in six months, so neither of us watched the match. I've seen the highlights, but uh. Jorginho yeah. got all the points. Him and Reese James. We both own Reese James. It was a bit of a punt at the start. I don't know if I'd be going to get him in now. Nah. he's, he's... not gonna get another one of those, is he?
0: No, and like he's still not nailed on. No. Like Chibwell comes in. I think as as will start against Liverpool And I still think As Pelequeta. As Quilla
1: as Pilipquella, as Klapeta As is I'm pretty sure he's still the captain. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think on actual ability and effectiveness, James should start every game. He's younger, he's faster, he's got way more energy, way more attack and threat.
0: Yeah, just and, um, I think we just Lampard's not a good manager. So <laughs> I think what he's gonna do is he's gonna do the whole, I need an experienced, wise head to play against Liverpool. I'm gonna put in my captain and probably should play James, but he won't. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna drop my.
1: Really fast young guy against Mane and play as yeah. He's going to give away a penalty. Salah's going to get another goal, and I'm going
0: to hate <laughs> myself even more. Hopefully, we're wrong, but I
1: just get that feeling. But uh, look, apparently, Havertz said nothing. Werner was quite sharp. He went off with a dead leg. He got an assist. He had a few chances. Any of the other new boys, Ziyech, is still injured. None of the new centre halves played. Thiago Silva didn't play. Is that new guy?
0: I don't want to put you on
1: the spot. Sir. Sir. Is he gone out on loan or is he still there? Oh, I didn't see that. I thought he's a a right back though, isn't he? No, he's centre-half. Oh, then, fuck it. I don't know what he's doing. He's apparently really good. He was at Nice last last year. He's really fast. and I don't know. They kind of need a bit of...
0: Actually, they don't need pace. They need a bit of experience. They need Thiago Silva with someone fast. Uh, I thought that would have been Tamori maybe this season. But yeah, he seems to be playing Zuma again. So.
1: I think We have to give a mention to Brighton because apparently, by all accounts, they were the
0: better team, like, they had more <laughs> possession, more I chances. I quite like Brighton. Um, I didn't like them as much a couple weeks ago, and I was looking at their team and I was kind of going, you know what, your man Ben White coming back in from Leeds would be Elsa and kind of a baller. Um, Lana midfield went off injured for sake. <laughs> um, but overall, like Potter likes to play football and they play trade the back. I, I think I might bring someone in. Yeah, and
1: Lamptey was very good. Four and a half million. Um, he got an assist. He created few chances. And like Chelsea's goals, like you have a penalty. You have, like I said, an absolute worldy from yeah. Rhys James, and own was a, a
0: fucking deflection. deflection. Yeah, like it's not like they didn't. Have they enough. gave up the clean sheet easy. Yeah. No, I'll be looking at Brighton as a potential uh, value options.
1: Cool. So we've thrown a good eye over game week one. Let's move on to game week two. And uh, what are your plans for game week two, Kirks? And are there any games that catch your eye? Any players that you kind of wish you had?
0: Well, Andy, I'm, get... I'm Drew on the pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Drew. Yeah. Let's get into this. Bore people with the fucking numbers. Um, My biggest concern with game week two and game week three, game week four, those kind of early game weeks. It's just the price rises are killing me, um, especially with the blanks uh, on Game Week 1, all the United and City players. Um, there's a great website, fplstatistics.co.uk, that show you the price rises expected for the day. And like, all the guys who are going up, Fernandez, De Bruyne, um, fucking uh, Bamford, Gabriel, Justin, all the kind of players that you might be thinking about bringing into your team are all going up in price. And if you're trying to kind of sort out your wild card and who you're going to bring in. It's just a, such a pain in the hole. So um, keeping an eye on that and who I'm planning to bring in, like De Bruyne was on my to-get list, but like he's going up now 0.1, Sterling's not, so I'm maybe thinking Sterling might be my wild card team now rather than De Bruyne. But the first move I've made is for game week two, I've brought in Bamford for Nketiah um, just to save that 0.1 million, which is kind of sad, but I did it. <laughs> Your reaction says it all (laughs) It's times like these I wish we were on Twitch Or YouTube
1: It's like Why are you bringing Bamford I don't even care That it's to save
0: money But uh... Um, I think The fact that Inketi didn't start And Lacazette got his goal I'm just Not 100% sure He'll start
1: Yeah but Bamford
0: um, The second game I'm pretty sure Bamford Will start I think Bamford's gonna start Against Fulham All the games Against Fulham In the game week 2 And I've saved myself 0.1 million (laughs) <laughs> um it, it actually it makes a big difference, right? So my wildcard team, um, I've done um basically point one fucks me over. If I lose So was
1: Bamford in your wildcard team?
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, sorry, he was, yeah. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. So if I lose that point one million on on a single player, it's the difference we mean have to downgrade my five million keeper to a four and a half. Oh yeah. Downgrade my six million striker to a five and a half yeah. or my four and a half. It's to a well 4 million. known
1: thing in the community. I'm doing them verticomodus, yeah, comodus, commas. That a, a 0.1 drop may as well be 0.5,
0: yeah. So, times your team, like I'm, I'm kind of thinking Pickford and Carlison are coming in for everything for the next uh run of fixtures and losing that 0.1 in the Kettiet, which to be honest was a bit of a punt anyway. He's not exactly, I like a, the punt though.
1: I don't mind it. I thought he
0: would have started. I, I thought he was going to start as well and he didn't. So now I'm cutting my losses and I'm yep. saying Bamford's gonna start. He's playing against Fulham and I've saved myself point one, aka point five million. <laughs> that's fair enough. That's that's my game. Yep. I'm, Who are you gonna captain in game week two? Right, Bamian at the moment. Guaranteed at the minute? Uh pretty much. Yeah. West Ham at home. Liverpool are playing Chelsea. Um so yeah, more than likely. What is your united
1: plan? I know you have Rashford on your bench. Anyone else? Or no, that- that's
0: it. Rashford comes in for game week two and I wildcard game week three, so and Man City, none
1: I was gonna bring
0: in a De Bruyne or Sterling for game week two, but I've decided to save my point one million instead. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> that sounds fucking boring. I
1: know it makes sense. And to be honest, I never had a plan to bring in Man City. Players in gaming too, because they're playing wolves away. Yeah, wolves are one of the best defenses, and the, yeah, they did. They're one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, they have that proper match sharpness under the belts. Like I don't care how many friendlies you play
0: or how much training yeah, you do.
1: They finished. They Europa. played a game like, and they won a
0: game. And, but they finished Europa like what, four weeks ago, whatever the hell it was, and played a game. And maybe City don't come back. Maybe they're not better. Maybe they're still going to be conceding goals and losing. I think games.
1: City are going to win the league, but I just don't think yeah. I need to get them in just yet. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Um, so, yeah, game week two for me, not a lot to do. I've got my goalie, Messillier, who everyone was laughing at me, but now he's home to Fulham all of a sudden. Yeah, over two games, that's going to look good. Yep, I'm going to play Trent. Kyle Walker-Peters I have to play. He's home to Tottenham, which I didn't like when I was first looking at the start of the season. No, Tottenham might not score.
0: No, that's fine. I got Ward-Price, and I'm, I'm happy enough with that.
1: Yeah, James Justin home to Burnley. James home to Liverpool. Not great. I'm keeping Sun saint maximum obamiang is my captain havertz is going for bruno um
0: if you want to do it tonight
1: i am going to do it tonight yeah actually that's one of my questions for you right when i was making my team i have i don't know if i can show you it here if i actually have proof i think i have proof that yeah here's my game week one team and my plan was to go Havertz to bruno yeah and actually bruno is an orange here so i was going to captain bruno so it's yeah. only Tuesday and we know Bruno is going up and I hate making subs that early because just say Werner has a really bad dead leg and doesn't make it. Do I want to take Werner out for like maybe Martial? So just the fact that you know that my preempted transfer was Bruno and he's gone up tonight.
0: Would you just do it Tuesday? See, yeah, I hate telling you, but I would do it myself because yeah. it means if you're wildcarding in week but I'm four asking. or week five, probably do want that point one million. Yeah. Like like I said, it is the equivalent of losing a half million Blair. So I would do it, but I could understand if someone didn't and just made a different choice going forward. Maybe. But is it a bit
1: silly just say I like I said, I've kind of I've put this in the book as they would say the in book? Ireland. Like my transfer is Havertz to Bruno. So what's the difference between me doing it tonight and doing it on Friday?
0: You lose that point one million. That's what I mean. So why would I wait? I would I would do it tonight. Yeah,
1: but in my head, I'm like, oh, I should wait and play it safe. But I shouldn't. It's like if Werner I'm agreeing with you here. Yeah, no, so, so you're... you're. Wrong. I'm playing devil's advocate against myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Werner ends up with a knock and can't play. Fine, he doesn't play, you lose the points, you're, someone comes off the bench, but you don't lose your transfer in your wildcard coming up. in a couple Exactly, weeks. yeah, no, I agree with that. So, yeah, that's
1: my, uh, that's my transfer. Havertz to Bruno. I'll have Verdi home to Burnley and hopefully Werner home to Poole. I don't think Poole's a bad fixture for Werner. If he does recover, they have a high line. and um, He's rapid as anything.
0: And uh, I think he could cause them trouble. Yeah, my comment would have been you have three Chelsea players starting against Liverpool at home. But obviously you're swapping out Havertz for Hernandez. For Fernandez, Bruno, yeah. I think that makes... Um,
1: and that was I the mean, plan, all along. I think that makes a
0: big difference, yeah. Three of them against Liverpool at home is probably like, you know, you're putting all your eggs in one basket. Especially in this Havertz looked like an absolute donkey. <laughs> actually i watched the highlights and i didn't see him so that's probably not a good sign
1: the only highlight i seen of him from in the whole game was celebrating uh, with someone scoring a goal no he picks the ball up and in his own half he kind of jinks onto his left foot and he goes to kind of curl a pass crossfield pass there's nobody in his way he
0: just blasts his eye <laughs> for and he's just like, <laughs> like yeah look that would have worked he's a generally. class player but like Maybe it might take him a whole season to to, to settle in. It won't take know? him a whole season. You don't, you don't know. I'm just saying. Like, remember no. Suarez or Firmino or any Liverpool players because I'm familiar. Yeah. But it took him a year to get to settle in. But he's not a right winger either. He's playing on
1: the right side of midfield. Yeah. Okay. He should he's be a number ten. 10 like. Yeah. So is he only nineteen or twenty? Yeah. People are writing him off already.
0: No. In How fairness, man? that's good. It's a great point. He should be playing centre. Like he plays centre forward in that kind of like deep forward, or he plays number ten. Like yeah. So.
1: Uh, when Ziyech comes back, he's gonna be the right wing guy. Pudis he he has brilliant. played number
0: ten, like, like his last couple of games for Ajax. Yes, yeah, it was number ten. Oh, he plays both, yeah. But he's a mean crosser, so I suppose he goes right.
1: But yeah, game week two. Um captain at the minute is on Anobamiyan because I own him. Home to West Ham. It's either between him and Dallas. Bruno. Bruno yeah. home to Palace. I think I prefer and No. Yeah, both take penalties. I well, think
0: Aubameyang's more of a threat from the fact that West Ham were so shite. I think just makes this a bit more appealing. My my one of my drafts had Fernandez instead of Rashford, and he was my captain for game week two. So it,
1: hmm.
0: probably a coin flip. I should probably
1: bring that up as well before we wrap up game week two. When I was uh, crunching the numbers and looking at game week two. I looked at the stats from restart. So, game week 30 to game week 38 last season, and Bruno got, like, a fuckload of points, did deadly, got loads of goals, loads of assists. But he really overperformed. His, like, yeah, he's, XGI he's, delta was three points something. He's off the charts. Like, Whereas, he's, he's, he's off the
0: charts to the point where it's actually, like, unbelievable. impossible. Yeah.
1: But Rashford was actually slightly below. So, I think he got three goals, three assists. So, he got six attacking returns. But like he should have got
0: six and a half. Yeah. I'd always prefer that to the guy who's he also gets the clean sheets now. Like, you know, that, that's yeah. one back to midfield and the price drop. And that's why I ultimately went for him just to save a bit the of money. Million, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm still gonna bring in Bruno.
1: I think it's slightly safer. You have a wildcard coming up though, don't you? Yeah.
0: So like if you've changed your mind, nobody
1: Yeah. So that's game week two. We'll go on to listeners' questions. It's time
0: it's time
1: it's question time um some of these are uh really really disappointing Kirk. so uh they're we gonna read them out i have to read them out like i've asked them and um, but uh, i think you're going to be a little bit disappointed with a lot of them and um, the quality is starting to dry up a little bit <laughs> uh,
0: so you're so uh haven't critical of uh of people who listen to this.
1: I know. So the first question comes in from Callum JB. and um, I don't know this guy at all. He's in a yellow and black jersey, wherever he is. Is that him? Yeah. Or is that like his favourite footballer? We're gonna say that that's Callum. Okay. But uh fairly solid question. Thoughts on wolves and their assets. So yeah it was Did one we, of the last matches it?
0: we talked about, but nobody's asked the question they're a great team to have all the way through the teams like goalkeeper defender midfielder, striker i'd be happy to have a couple of them and i probably will have at least two in my team um really good defensively like their xga is is one of the highest in the league um heminiides takes the penalties' involved in plenty of goals in terms of assists you got neto potence triore like yeah get them in I agree um, and Wolves have been on my
1: wish list from the minute the fixtures came out I was looking at them and uh, they played Sheffield United who I thought might be relatively tough away they play Man City but after that game week three we've got West Ham, Fulham, Leeds, Newcastle, Palace, Leicester, Southampton yep, lovely it's a great run. And like Kirk said, very solid team. They've no Europa League now. I think the Europa League really kinda of held them back in the league last season yeah. a little bit. They've added a few players. They've added German Marcel from Lyon. They've added
0: who's Filver. the
1: who's the wonder kid from Portugal? Is that him? Silva. Yeah. Fabio Silva. But like he's only like he won't play. 14. They spent like a billion euro on him and it was Mendes probably worth hundred
0: fifty and they got him for fifteen or something. So it's one of those money laundering deals. <laughs> you sell Dorothy for fifteen. I'll give you fib- a Fabio Philba for thirty-six deal. Be dresses if he plays. Very interesting.
1: Yeah. I kind of think wolves are refreshing. I like Nuno's sparse. What's I, his name? Nuno Nuno Espirito Santos. Santos. But I do think that they're just You know where uh, he's from. Wait, wait! Don't tell me it's gonna be one of those weird Portuguese colonies,
0: Guava or somewhere. I can't remember the name. He's some tiny little Portuguese island in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like literally, like there's four houses in it. Learned a, and his a, trade on Football
1: Manager. 102
0: <laughs> like Mental. Yeah, he's deadly. Happy having a lyrical after club.
1: But yeah, I think Wolves are going to be great. And um, like you said, I think Sice is great value. Not just because he scored a goal, but he really could have got a goal. But, in-
0: you would take assist. Bowley on the same kind of thing. like that. No, I wouldn't
1: because Bowley's 0. 0.5 dearer and he doesn't have as much of a goal try, I don't think.
0: Is he not up for the corners as well? In the headers? He
1: is, but size. even last season, size gets more chances. I think yeah, it's fair enough. He's cheaper chance. now. Fair enough. Um, it's really weird because Doherty's gone. Johnny's gone. So, like, you now have, like, we thought Vinagre would be in there. He didn't start. So, you've got to think that's not great for his chances. Your man Marcel... For Leon, not really an attacking player. Hmm. Like He often played left centre back for them, not really going to get you much. Damatore probably could do bits, but like he's a midfielder, so you're not really going to care about that. He's pretty good last day as well, though, but it's just that deeper position, I suppose, you're worried about. Yeah, but it's the boys, like, um, you've said it.
0: Paul uh, Price is now, now it's five and a half. He's gone up this year, hasn't
1: he? There's Neto Podence in midfield. Five and a half million. If you knew either of those were gonna start, they're both really good value. Vitina, the guy yours end, five million. We don't know what's gonna happen with him. Uh, is it Jada is probably the the spanner in the works there with those two. See, if you knew Jada was gonna play as
0: a six and a half million midfielder, he's great value. But yeah. he's not, is he? He he hasn't been nailed like at all. Like he's been in and out over the last season. And uh, he played the left side of the tree for memory. Yeah. Um so I think Triori Troy's position, as we said earlier, is the probably the, the biggest unknown. If he gets moved up, that's Poden's gone. Jota comes in, yeah. that's the left-hand side gone. So maybe it's the whole, you just don't know who's going to play. It's probably the problem.
1: And like I said, Filva, the record signing, the wonder kid from Portugal, five and a half million. He's a weird he's player well. Against Doesn't he play in the middle? Apparently he's competing against Jimenez, but yeah. he's not going to get that position. Maybe he can play either side, but I don't know. But to answer the question, like, after the city game, the fixtures are great. They're a great team. They have so many options there, and maybe we'll get a better idea after the city game who's nailed. But like Wolves are full steam ahead for me. Yeah, definitely. Him and is probably the most nailed, isn't he? Or oh, him and Cody. Completely, yeah. <laughs> we don't want Cody. But uh, yeah, Revenvenvenvenagra was the big disappointment.
0: Yeah, I, I took him out and put in Burr in the end. Burr got on for 20 minutes. Maybe he gets a game, but it's probably not worth it. It's 4 million. I don't know. Maybe he's yeah. maybe worth a of bench. Cool.
1: So thanks for the question, Callum JB. Hopefully you'll ask a few more questions and you might move it up the rungs of the ladder and become a friend of the and show. Then, yeah, give us all the credit. At the minute, he's an unknown of the show. Know. Uh, next question comes in from, I'm a little bit disappointed, from FPL Ferry, good friend of the show, good supporter of the show, but he says, oh, dilemma. If one is to splash out in the international section of the local supermarket, Market Barry's or lions <laughs> Now he's an Irish man living in Australia I... So he probably is Splashing Do out Do you have come... I prefer lions I prefer lions as well But like you're going to get all these monster
0: bog men On top of you going no, no, with, no, no, it's I'm going to fucking stick the Dagger in the heart of all these lads now I can't actually tell the fucking difference <laughs> I just drink tea <laughs> Yeah and I'm just a little bit disappointed Because we've a load of idiots On
1: our timeline talking <laughs> about tea and uh, I kind of thought we'd built ourselves up to be a serious FPL podcast. Where's my phone?
0: Lads, I drink decaf sometimes, and I can't tell the difference.
1: And Go fuck yourself. to be honest, Kirk, so I blame myself a little bit because it's a little bit like if you feed a stray dog, they're going to keep coming back. And I kind of encourage these idiots to keep coming back to the podcast. And now they're debating tea on our timeline. <laughs> Like, what chance... next question. What chance do you or I have of going on the FPL show if they look at our timeline and see that talking about tea? Considering the people that are on the FPL show. Actually, yeah, that's a fair point. Fucking hell, it's... uh, Next question. Comes in from another disappointment. uh, (laughs) Usually a good friend of the show. And uh, I was bigging him up last week and saying he's top of the class. Our best FPL mind, you know, follower... So he said, you can tell I've had a shit week when this is my question. So Alan Duggan, and I'm not even going to ask this question because I'm going to check how shit a week he had just to make a bit of a tool of him. Do you remember Alan Duggan? There's the Sam Johnson question from
0: last week that I didn't have a clue what was going on. Yeah, and I
1: was watching the West Brom game for a good while before Leicester scored. And I was like, oh no. Like Alan Duggan's going to have nailed he's, this goalie thing. He's done it. So he got 33 points.
0: Bad start to the week. Who did he captain? Mane. Oh my God. I also someone triple captain Mane. And you kind of feel sorry for them Because any day of the week he, he could have been on. Perks,
1: this. do you feel sorry for them? I said this earlier on. Oh God, we...
0: maybe actually I take that back.
1: Yeah, if you, anybody asks me Mane or Salah, it's always Salah. That's what I was going to say. So... Same price. There's the guys who captain Salah, 40 points, happy days. There's me, didn't captain Salah, got a balanced team, 65 points. Then there's the guys who brought in Mane, like you said, for the same team, for the same price,
0: not on penalties. Actually, you know what? (laughs) Sorry, Alan. Robertson, that's the alternative choice to TAA. Pepe, (laughs) the alternative choice to Aubameyang. Mane, the alternative choice (laughs) to Salah. It's just like... He's gone out of his way to, like, be the differential. It could have been, like, incredible. It could have been, like, everybody else fucked up and this guy was, like, number one in the world.
1: So when Father Damo and Father Ted was asking,
0: Oasis or Blur, Alan (laughs) Alan was, like, going for Blur, was he? I was going for Blur, but um, maybe that's one too many.
1: Anyway, Alan's question, now that we've put it into context. When will you swallow your pride and invite Willie back, or is the plan just to fade into obscurity?
0: Willie was never uninvited. It's his own decision. And I would happily have him back, but he doesn't want it. That's a fair point.
1: Hmm. Um, My view on that is... uh, Fuck him. (laughs) No, look, Willie wasn't kicked off. Willie left by his own choice. Um, It was very hard for Willie to stay in the podcast because the name of the podcast is the FPL Renegades podcast. It's not the (laughs) FPL Worms, the FPL Lemons, the FPL Sheep. FPL spineless, Do you know It was just hard for him to keep With the kind of ethos Of the podcast
0: He's actually this year Said he's going to be The safest player Ever in FPL Kirk so you had a good way Of describing that (laughs) The triple bag What was it Snipped, bagged and pilled I think he's going to get Average points every week I think that's like I think if he gets Average points every week He's going to be happy Yeah
1: But Alan look Willie left And we're not proud men really but to be honest since willie left the last two or three podcasts the listenership has gone up the feedback has gotten better one of the one of the reviews that we got i think was quite telling and like it could have been me or kirk's writing it but it wasn't and it was just basically like that lad about picking up his sheets and reading them and he's a joke shop
0: oh yeah that guy who just uh, gets all the answers before the pod and reads them off. He's a boring cunt. I think yeah. That, that, that's that cool. was the feedback. Yeah, yeah.
1: So a few people have said they prefer the organic kind of conversation that me and Kirk's come out with. That just kind of a natural... The, un- the unprepared elitism. Yeah, a natural FPL knowledge kind of flowing out of our veins. And there's also 8% beers. Willie refuses <laughs> to drink more than 4% beers. And two of them. So, Alan, I won't lie, I'm very disappointed in you. You were uh, my highest hopes for everything. Highest hopes, the, fall, the furthest to fall. Yeah, I hope you do get a little bit better, though. Like, it was a really bad start for you. I think you didn't listen to anything you said. No. So, next question comes in from Callum JB. He's back. The guy in the yellow and black <laughs> jersey. Early wildcard.
0: You said ask another question, and he did.
1: Early wildcard, if you've listened to this pod, we're big fans of an early wildcard, but I want to say, Kirks, if your plan was to wildcard in a certain week and you picked your team and you looked at the pictures, great. But if it's like, oh, game week one didn't go well, I need to wildcard. I don't agree on that. No.
0: Yeah. yeah, Totally. You're going with this. It's, did you plan to wildcard? Yeah. I think that was our, our big thing from last week. Have a plan. Stick to your plan. If you abandon the plan you're gonna all your guys you, you so out are gonna fucking score and you're gonna be like oh fuck i sold all the lads who were getting me points because that was your plan in the first place I yeah it's difficult but... i agree with that and like uh that guy obviously didn't listen
1: to our lads last podcast because it was all about wild card and early it's yeah. like having, your... a, having a plan wild card and early. I don't want to get too repetitive, but it was like your first team is like your first wild card. So you pick that just to cover the first two or three weeks. Then you wild card, you cover the next three or four weeks, and then you take it from there. But like if your question is after game week one or two, it's not going so well, should a wild card? I don't think you should ever emergency wild card.
0: No, it's thing? a bit of a, yeah, it's a reaction. Like, yeah. After the the first Saturday, you're like, oh, I'm doing shit. And then suddenly your guys all hit on a Sunday. Then you're doing deadly. It's like you have to take a view of a, at least four or five game weeks.
1: Yeah. Move on to the next question. Thanks, Callum JB. Second question. You've moved on up to a random guy of the podcast. FPL era. Best 7 million or less mids? Hmm. Um, so I have them up here on the screen, Kirk's. My opinion is uh Harvey Burns I was watching the West Brom match. He uh, flew down the left hand side. He got in, cut in, took three or four chances. His finishing wasn't great, uh, didn't really show much composure. But on another day, he could have easily got a double digit haul. And it was a weird kind of game because Vardy did nothing and came out with, I think, 13 points. Yeah. Whereas Harvey Barnes actually looked quite impressive and came out with probably fluffed, three points.
0: Yeah, he fluffed those two chances he had. Um it was one on his right foot and the rebound came back on his left and he yeah. disguised it.
1: But even for the first Vardy penalty, he came down the wing, he left his man for dead, and uh uh who's the ex Arsenal guy? Bar- Bart not Bartlett. Bartley fouled Vardy in the box. But uh it was Harvey Barnes who was like down the wing about to square to him for an assist. Yeah, he's top of the threat on uh, FPL there as well. Oh yeah, and he he did. He had a load of chances. He had a load of uh, possible chances to create. What, like, what
0: price are you saying? Seven or seven, seven or less? Seven or less. But if you
1: look at it, like there's Hendrick, there's, a, there's a
0: lot in that, that bracket actually. Hendrick's
1: not an FPL player. Jorginho's not an FPL player.
0: I was quite impressed with But uh, Seven is a, a funny bracket. I would have said like the five and a half, six is a bracket and then yeah. you're kind of going up. Like You still have Traore in there. Um you've got he's playing right
1: back, he's no interest though, no.
0: Well, maybe at six and a half, he's not, but um definitely if he, if he starts playing uh, right wing forward, he's gonna be a, Podence is in there, Neto's in there, Kate is in there. Um I, I was impressed
1: by Clitch and Harrison from Leeds. Oh Clitch, yeah, yeah. They definitely. both took their goals very well. They're potentially, five and a half million.
0: Potentially a penalty, Clitch well. is a
1: penalty taker, apparently. He's playing Fulham next, their fixture's get quite good. Zaha is seven. I think Sa has a bit of a a funky one because he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> he no, he took his goal well and he took his disallowed goal very well, but he didn't look really like he wanted to be there. Go
0: about easy then as a, a totally like a complete punt, random fucking pick. Um, Saint Max, Sant Maximum, is he's in there? He was disappointing. Um, I think Ward
1: Prowse is in there. I think it's Harvey Barnes or one of the Leeds guys. Even I, I, Trossard. I, I think
0: scored a goal. He created a few chances. My pick would be a Leeds guy. I think for the value you're getting at five and a half, yeah. um, I think it would be the bunch Leeds guys. Good. We move
1: on. Um, the FPL Hangover Podcast, our rival monster podcast. I forgot about them. They're not really good friends of the show. Any mistakes? Slash, actually, maybe they're not friends of the show. Pointing out mistakes straight away. Negative. The negative. Passive aggressive question yeah. right here. Any <laughs> only mess. any mistakes or overlooked players from your game week one squads that you plan on rectifying? Uh,
0: not rectifying, but mistakes, as in I should have had holding instead of salaba Yeah. Um, other than that, not rectifying. I, I, I was always planning on a very early wildcard, so um, there's nobody I, I have to bring in to cover my ass, like I'm going to card next week anyway. Yeah, for
1: me, no. Uh, for me, no. For me, for no. Me, no. <laughs> um <gasps> My big mistake again, in inverted commas, was no Salah. But like, I never planned on having Salah. I don't want him for Chelsea. The first nine game weeks, I wanted him for two games. It would have been Leeds, which I fucked up on, and it would have been Villa. But uh, the the pre made plan was Havertz out to a United midfielder, and that was it. So the rest of my team is looking quite good. Uh, Son. It's not that I don't think Sun was disappointed. I think Spurs were really, really poor. I think Sun is their only kind of shining light.
0: Fact, he could show up and get two goals and the team is shit next week.
1: Yeah, and like he's added a new string to his bow late last season. He started taking Archery. all the corners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the worst of it is? I think one of the best archers in the world a he's cold, is Seth so. and he's blind. Do you remember that guy Noah, in the Olympics? I'm going to Google that one is yeah we did a fantasy draft in the olympics and work and uh there was a guy from south korea best archer in the world he's a uh, legally blind and like he just knows how to set up his body and like has a feel for exactly how to shoot but he's legally blind fucking mental. but uh to answer Jure, who's the didn't ask that question my favorite half of the fpl hangover podcast because Seamus loves himself too much. Um, sure. There's nobody I really want to change. Like, uh,
0: it would have been a big change for your team to have Salah. Like, oh yeah, I wouldn't have had James. It's not or like Bardi. you could just swap in Salah and go. There you go. I have to, oh, we'll have fixed it. No,
1: like I have Vardy now home to Burnley. He has three nice home fixtures. Um,
0: so, yeah. like you said earlier, after game week two, you'll know if you made a balls of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Game there's week nobody- three. But it, it seems really weird because I don't have Salah. Like maybe I should admit that that was a mistake. But it wasn't in my head, even though I missed out on a lot of points. And look, take away the penalties and uh, who knows. So we move on to the next question. Oh, and it's my second favorite guy from the FPL. I love podcast. So he originally asked, thoughts on Zaha now that he's actually playing as a forward?
0: Uh, I think we said earlier on, we don't think he's going to stay there. We think it's going to be a front three with... Zaha, Batshuayi and Easy yeah. left, right, centre and even if they stick with a 4-4-2 I think it's still going to be you and Batshuayi
1: up top and Zaha yeah. and Easy maybe on the wings
0: I, yeah, maybe maybe Easy doesn't come into the team straight away and it goes 4-4-2 I can't see him going that attacking with two attacking wingers and two forwards yeah. but yeah, either way I, it's probably not the way forward with Batshuayi and actually, Seamus comes in with a second question we probably shouldn't
1: have read his first question, but we're bastards. He <laughs> said actually screw that question. I have a better one. James Rodriguez, my Colombian namesake. James Rodriguez. I didn't know Seamus' second name is Rodriguez. That's fucking cool. <laughs> Seamus Rodriguez. Classic. If it is, you should have it on, Classic. His, on his actual account. He said he looked quality against Spurs, but will this result in actual FPL points for his owners or will Everton players benefit instead? Um, um
0: Kind of touched off it earlier on as well, didn't we? Like he did create five whatever chances, but I think it's going to be to the benefit of Ricarlison. Apparently, all of his five chances were to Rich Charlison. I keep forgetting the yeah. little bit
1: in that name. Hamas did take a few set pieces. Dina took the one that mattered, that led to the goal. So I don't think it's gonna. I don't think he's gonna wrestle set piece duties away from Dina. I think he they, was good though. My He was very good And like for his first game He was very impressive But he was very much A Luca Modric Kind of player to me Like the assister Of the assister Like he looked yeah. quite tidy Really good technique
0: Passed the ball quite well Right I suppose At the end of the day How much of an improvement Is he over Walcott Or Iwobi Or Davies Oh, massive like, And I think he's going to Take penalties To be honest Yeah that'd be That, that we are talking Earlier again as well That's very interesting That's who's going to Take everything penalties Is a, is a big thing
1: yeah. And like I wrote an article on Hamez for a little site called the I didn't read it. Kirk Simone Mason, the Athletic <laughs> is like a massive football site. Didn't read it. Yeah. I wrote it for a different site. But uh he looks really promising if he can stay fit. Like with Ancelotti as well. Yeah, like since the two thousand and fourteen World Cup two thousand fourteen World Cup, he was absolutely unbelievable. He got in the team of the World Cup. One he of my favourite goals of all time, that. That was the Puskas Award for best goal. He got his move to Real Madrid. He had a fucking deadly season for Real Madrid. Under Ancelotti. Under Ancelotti, you're right. And then he just kind of disappeared. But if you look at his stats per 90, ever since then, so he's been injured a lot. They're just up there. I I put them up in that article and he's up there with peak Ozil for Arsenal and Real Madrid. He's up there with kind of KDB other than this season. This season KDB just kind of yeah, went yeah. to another stratosphere. But it's just key passes per 90 were deadly. His XG was quite good. His XA is really good. Like he's a really good player if you can say fit. And at seven and a half million, I think he could be a bargain.
0: Yeah, definitely. I just th- I think the other players might benefit more from him being there. That's that's the catch. Yeah. Like even Dominic Calvert Lewin, Jesus Christ, his name is difficult to say. Um he might benefit more. In FPL terms, in football terms, so obviously he's probably d- the quality. I was surprised actually because when they they got him, I was like, oh, here we go again. Everything buying another fucking yeah. has-been kind of player. But the fact that they've stealed up the midfield so much and he's playing in that front tree, it's definitely interesting. I agree with that. Um,
1: last question: like, should we even read questions like this, Kirks? I don't F- know what it is. And I'm gonna say no. FPL dad, like, he is a good friend of the show. Like, he does ask questions. He. Engages with the pod But like Coke or Pepsi It's like
0: Is he 8 years old This is like the lines of Barry I don't think I can tell the difference I don't care I can definitely tell the difference Between Coke and Pepsi I don't I don't drink either of them Enough to know the difference I think like I drink like, Coke Zero No what's the other one Yeah Zero Is it worth the laughing face like Because it's not even a funny question He knows himself That this is a stupid question
1: <sighs> Coke I suppose So uh, we've answered all the questions from Twitter And I'm going to do a new section On WhatsApp from now on just with our own Actual friends
0: What's our league called? The Fergal Lawler Memorial
1: Questionnaire Because like it's one of my greatest One of my proudest moments of This FPL podcast is We've managed to get pretty much all of our Friends playing FPL again
0: Yeah they hated it
1: a couple years ago For 10 years none of them would play it They were just always like I'm not playing it you three are always going to win something. Blah blah blah. I love football, but I'm not going to play a football game. Made no sense to me. Old man Mark played a couple of years ago. Yeah, but uh, he's but back. Since we started a podcast, we've managed to get them all back in. And to be honest, they all fucking smoked me last season. <laughs> so uh yeah. So I I just said today I'd ask them any questions on WhatsApp for FPL. So. Jim asked, Spurs or not Spurs? When uh, you click into his team, though? He has three Spurs players, so it's a bit fucking late. Oh, fucking. Does he have three? Yeah.
0: Doherty, Kane, no. Two. really Doherty, and Kane. My only surprise is he doesn't have three United players on the bench. That's probably the biggest shock I have. Yeah. Other than that, it's like, oh, who else has Jose got? Oh, I'm going to bring in Spurs players. Like, Spurs are shit last season. <laughs> Jose can't. What's the best... The second season syndrome, like it's oh, fucking yeah. well known. Just avoid until otherwise proven otherwise. Otherwise proven otherwise. Next question comes in from Kirks. How does Kirks do it? <laughs> Kirks, how do you do it? Uh, luck, I think, is the main factor. um But you also take a chance. Yeah, it's it's keeping it to what you know mixed with a bit of randomness. There you go. I can't believe I asked you it, asked a, I asked a question. <laughs> you asked it.
1: Uh, next question comes in from uh, Connie. What does FPL stand for? This uh, is the level we're dropping to now. Fantasy F-P-L.
0: Premier League. Let's like, yeah. not even try and be funny. <laughs> um, Mark. Actually, says, you know what? Just before you go off that. You know the funniest thing on Reddit is when someone asks what an abbreviation is. You know like they're like, like Kyle Walker-Peters. I don't like Reddit but go on. Well, who is KWP? And everybody just puts up all the abbreviations for every other three-syllable <laughs> name player that ever existed. Point. and the last question
1: comes in from mark how come Kirk's is such a smug and i always said i'm not going to use this word on the podcast see you next tuesday bastard yeah
0: um why are you so smug probably because i'm top after week one again for the fourth year in a row so smug, <laughs> so smug. but it's
1: like you're in, where's like, my sunglasses right we're going to move on to one of our it's going to be one of our only recurring features of the podcast. So we're obviously going to do the usual game week reviews and the questions, but this is very the boring. only novelty version. Where is
0: Willie? Where's Willie? Kirk's if you would do the honors, please. Where's Willie? I have to look down the table for this one. Kirk, do on. you
1: find the table and I'm just going to explain to new listeners. Willie was a co-host of the podcast. He uh He did the first two seasons. He left. Um, He's the safest man in FPL. By far. Triple bagged. He just didn't really
0: suit what we were going for. <laughs> we didn't sack him though. Yeah. So where is he? Where is he? He's 2.3 million overall. Yeah. He has scored 53 points where the average was 50 points. Okay. So he's above the average. That's he what going. is bang on average. He is exactly where he wants to be. All his choices stink of bandwagon <laughs> and sheepness. <laughs> I don't even have adjectives to describe this. Um Mitrovich Adams um doherty Walker readers McCarthy. I mean, he probably took a, a punt with Havertz. Havertz Havertz, Havertz, where's he from? I had a fucking Germany. Uh Werner's Grant, but check Adams and mitrovich annoyed a heart and soul out of me. But anyway, look, he got what he wanted. But he's um, here. Can I ask you a question? Why would you put
1: Susek in your team who is going to play Arsenal, Wolves, Leicester, Tottenham, Man City, Liverpool in the next two, three, four, five, six? Is he not just like a buzz player?
0: No, 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 no.
1: He put him in his team and he put him on the bench. (laughs) So like if he had brought him in for the home game against Newcastle, happy days. But why would you bring him in and
0: bench him? So who is he playing next week? He's gonna is he gonna bring into his starting eleven for Wolves? He played Arsenal than Wolves. Yeah, Arsenal away. It's really weird. He
1: benched him for the one good fixture he has.
0: Look, I think we just said it. He's like the bandwagon sheep boy. (laughs) Are you happy he's not in the podcast? (laughs) No. I'd rather he was here because it's funnier and it's just like it's it's hilarious listening to him go on about his team. And Villa. Did he get a Villa player into his team? Probably not because of the blank, but he probably will bring one in. Um, I think he would still be doing the pod only for the fact that Villa are in the premiership. And if they got relegated, he probably would have been here. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how average he is this season. Like I actually I gonna be very average. I always really impressed if this guy is able to manage the average points every week. Like, is that that's a feat. It is, it? yeah. Let's keep an eye on it. Yeah,
1: let's keep an eye on it. So we'll move on to our last slot of the week, and uh, it's just quite a boring one. We're going to just keep an eye on our Renegades League this it's season. Not, it's not dead last. I thing. was about to say dead last league.
0: That was a pain in the fucking hole.
1: But it was a bit of a novelty. It was novelty and a pain in the hole. So uh, look, we've quite a few runners in the league this season. We've over two hundred Uh Number one at the minute, joint first players. We've the Cock Blockers. Great name, Varun Rangarajan. 104 points uh, Joint first we have COVID-19 Have they got the same team? 104 points and it's Jim McGee who is my cousin My the, cousin He won the league He
0: won the cup last
1: season oh, He fleeced us last year uh, Joint third are Trent Arrears 6-6 uh, Ran Bohr with Internationale Fifth is Arsa Erika Sedi, who is a work colleague of mine. Fifth, joint fifth is Shakar Brodust SP Masterpiece. Joint seventh is Kirkmania Kirks, who's you. Yes. Joint seventh. And Kirks, we said this at the start of the season. I'm seventh. Yeah.
0: Joint
1: yeah. seven. With who? No, you're just seventh. Yes. Right. We we said this at the start of the season. Like, we're putting up a prize, but if we either you or me win the league, there's no prize. Like, we're competing against you for the prize. Oh, don't I get something? No, we're bastards. We're just not going Do you
0: not have to give me something?
1: No. Half of something? No. You have to give me half a prize. No, if one of us win, it's just happy days. We don't pay out. I feel like you should be happy. No, Kirks, a lot of more credible leagues, <laughs> if one of us won, they'd be like, well, we won, but we're still
0: going to pay out our... Oh, no, we're not supporters. paying out that. You're paying me
1: half. No. All right? <laughs> And then, uh, joint eight is uh, AJ Daredevil's Ajay Kumar Reddy Padamannana. And uh, with him in joint eight is My Big Cock. So there's a lot of cock.
0: Yeah, cock's very, very popular.
1: Sine, Junang, and then tent Another work colleague of mine, Charlie Hull City. No cocks in the name. Robert Pritchard Jones. Good guy, except a Villa fan. Oh, why did they exist? Anyway. So, Gareth, <laughs> that brings us to the end of the podcast. We're going to leave it there. If you did enjoy the podcast, check it out. It's the FPL Renegades podcast at RenegadesFPL. We're putting our hearts and souls into this podcast for the people. I'm just drinking and talking shit. So, uh, look, if you do enjoy it, give it a like, give it a retweet, share it, tell your friends and family.
0: Hold on. Retweet it publicly. Yeah, my biggest. I'm not, I'm not on Twitter, but I feel like this is a thing.
1: My biggest pet peeve of this podcast
0: is we seem to attract people who like to privately admit they like. <laughs> exactly. We, we attract a load of people. Last week alone, we got at
1: least 10 people DMing us going, great pod, keep it up, really enjoy it, good banter. It's a bit of a, a change from the other podcasts. And like, are they just embarrassed to admit
0: embarrassed. that in public? Are we embarrassing? Like, you're going a gaff. Is that like put us off like a continent there? Kirk, see, we just like, when we're back in
1: school and you kind of hook up with that bird behind the bicycle <laughs> shed and she's like, she's a five out of ten. You don't want to tell your friends. We're a five out of ten. But you're still getting a bit of a thrill out of it. So are we that five out of ten no, bird just, just behind bike. the bike sheds?
0: No? It's, it's sad.
1: It'd be sad if we were. Sounds like we might be. But look, I'm glad the season's back. Had a good game week
0: one, looking forward to game week two. Looking forward looking forward to better question next week. Like this yeah. week. Tea. No no lines and berries and coke and Pepsi. It was pretty poor, it was piss poor. But anyway, look some deep technical, tactical questions.
1: Yeah. Best luck to everyone in game week two. We do appreciate you listening. Good luck and good night.